News when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Doug Krisner. Republican Congressman Steve Scalise has abandoned his quest to become U.S. House Speaker. More from Bloomberg's Ed Baxter. Republicans are back to square one. We'll have to nominate someone else. Scalise says he will stay on in the number two job. This House of Representatives needs a speaker and we need to open up the House again. But clearly, not everybody is there. And there's still schisms that have to get resolved. Yeah, Scalise says too much business that needs to be done. This needs to be resolved more quickly. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. Well, the U.S. has reached an informal understanding with Qatar to hold off on distributing $6 billion in oil revenue to Iran. Now, Iran was allowed to access this money as part of a prisoner exchange with the U.S. Today's news comes as the Biden administration probes Tehran's potential involvement in the attack on Israel by Hamas. Earlier today, U.S. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby did not directly answer if the funds were inaccessible to Iranian officials, but he did stress that all $6 billion remains accounted for. It's still sitting uh, in the Qatari bank, all of it, every, every dime of it. That is John Kirby from the National Security Council. China, meantime, making its first public contact with Israel since last week's attack by Hamas. We heard earlier in the day from China's special envoy to the Mideast. This is Jai Jun. The statement from the foreign ministry said that Jai said China condemns actions that led to the death of civilians. The statement also saying that China is willing to work with the international community toward peace talks. Earlier, Israel's ambassador to China had called on Beijing to leverage its close relationship with Iran to rein in Hamas. Irit Ben Abba told us that she expected China to say more on the war. If it really uh, wants to see stability and to be uh, more uh, uh, active uh, politically in trying to bring peace in the region, it has to be more involved and to take a, a a more balanced, much more balanced and much more realistic approach to the uh, situation on the ground. That is Irit Ben Abba, the Israeli ambassador to China. China's consumer inflation rate unexpectedly flatlined in September. Consumer price index unchanged last month compared to last year. Markets were expecting a slight increase of around two-tenths of one percent. Then, at the wholesale level, Chinese producer prices continued to fall, with PPI falling two and a half percent. That's after a three percent decline in the month of August. Now, here in the U.S., retail inflation was hot for the month of September, with consumer prices rising at a brisk pace for a second straight month. The so-called core reading of CPI, that leaves out food and energy prices, it was up three-tenths of one percent month-on-month, year-on-year, a gain of 4.1 percent. Here is Sarah Malik, the CIO at Nuveen Asset Management. I think this just puts back on the table one more rate hike before the end of this year, then the Fed pauses and yields should start to settle from there. So we're in the late innings of this cycle of rate hikes, even at this point. That is Sarah Malik from Nuveen. Sam Bankman-Fried's former business partner and former girlfriend was wrapped up today testifying in Bankman-Fried's fraud trial. Bloomberg's Tony Aaron says the most exciting part of Caroline Ellison's testimony came at the very end. Both the prosecutors and the defense asked Caroline Ellison about a November 2022 meeting with Alameda employees where she laid out the truth of what was going on. SBF's lawyers got her to admit that she told the employees that she admitted that there was wrongdoing. 
the prosecutors came back to that right afterwards. And she said the employees received it well, that they liked that she was being open and honest with them. That's Bloomberg's Tony Ahrens. By the way, in an audio clip of that November meeting played by the defense, Ellison was also heard laughing nervously. Bankman Free does admit he'd made mistakes, but he denies intentionally defrauding anyone. That is News When You Want It with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Doug Krisner, and this is Bloomberg. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.